Hi guys, and welcome to the Courage to Identify podcast with Sharon Angel. I'm glad you're here, and today we're going to talk about an important topic. Peer pressure. Let's all take a deep breath. Sometimes in life, this is what I want inside my head. Do you hear that? Complete silence and peace. But most often, this is what I hear in my head. And then when I worked through it, fought it, slept on it, worked, worked a little more, and when I can't take it anymore, I run away to a place where I can hear this. Peer pressure. We all have our ways of fighting it. We all have different things that are nagging our brains, irritating us, and sentences we wish we didn't hear for the rest of our lives. Wishes that we make saying, I just hope this disappears and I never have to deal with it again. If everything was said in your life, you were given $10 million and asked to take a week's break and go on a vacation, would you do it? If you were able to have seven butlers live in this fancy resort, or maybe take a train, a plane, and take a boat into a secluded island just to be by yourself and have a week's worth of vacation, would you do it? Would you have fun doing it? How many of you said $10 million? I would actually put it in the bank and save it, or I would invest it in my future, in my kids' future and I would pay off all these loans. Or how many of you said, one week? There is no way I can take a week off. Or how many of you said, one week? There is no way I can take an entire seven days off. There's just so much responsibility on my shoulders. How many of you said no to a vacation just because you have so much at stake that if you disconnect for a week and travel and get out of where you are, things will just crumble and fall. Did just the thought of taking a break make you feel guilty? That's peer pressure. Peer pressure is not being able to escape even if you want to. Peer pressure is a force to conform, the force to follow a pattern, and peer pressure can be forced by insignificant aunties, parents, work or the peers who work with us, and even society. We all have different pressures at different times in our lives. And whether it's dictated by age, in career, at school, sex, addiction, or money, we all have peer pressure. What we choose to do with these pressures will take us to different places. But most people don't deal with these pressures or don't know how to. They keep running a race not knowing what the price is or where the finish line is and call it life. But my friend, that's not life, and we can't keep living like this. We can't give in to peer pressure, and we can't try to escape or want to escape every time we feel overloaded. It's just not practical. So today we're going to talk about what happens when you cave into peer pressure and what happens when you subside the need to break out of peer pressure. Why is this a serious problem? And how do we change it? So there are a couple of things that happens when you find the need to break out of peer pressure. 
we're going to talk about imposter syndrome first. This is what happens when there's extreme conformant into peer pressure. So what is imposter syndrome? Imposter syndrome is when someone is a different person at home, a different person in school, a different person at work, and someone else online. They've become so good at not being themselves that they suppress who they truly are. They've convinced themselves that they are this model person or have fit into this mold that society, their parents, or these irrelevant aunties have asked them to be. Imposter syndrome is truly not being yourself, but changing according to people, groups, and circumstance. This happens because there's fear, complacency, excuses, and fragility. Meaning, when someone is pressured into being someone they are not, or asked to fit into a mold or be the mold, without asking themselves if they want to be that mold or not, they conform because they say it's painful to not be that mold and it's uncomfortable to stand out. But what is this pain? Is it a discomfort because you are shaken from a place of comfort? There are people who come from privilege. They have inheritance and status that is just so high. So it's uncomfortable to give all of that up and live a life that they're called to be or live a life of who they truly are. Or they live in a bubble, especially when it comes to religion or a certain culture. There are things and practices that keep them comfortable to say, I am from this religion, I am from this culture, so because of that, I will do these things. And so it makes me relatable to this religion, relatable to this culture, and if I do something else out of it, outside of it, I become unfamiliar to a certain practice, a certain tradition, to a certain religion and culture, and that just makes me uncomfortable. I do not want to be unfamiliar when it comes to my religion and culture. And there are also people who don't want to deal with the roadblocks that will make them mourn their comforts that have turned into addictions. So there are peer pressures when it comes to alcohol, sex, friendships, social media. So all of these will turn into comforts to say, my identity revolves around this because I have all of this and I'm comfortable being this way. I don't want to break out of these things. Knowing that they're addictions, they become comforts that people don't want to let go of. So if these are the pains, if these are the discomforts, then there are people who don't want to let go of these pains and discomforts because it's just easy to live with them. It's just easy to be comfortable with them. And getting out of them will become unfamiliar and that's just uncomfortable. So what people usually do is go back to their umbilical cord where they find comfort, where these things are acceptable, and then resort to complacency, saying, what do I not have? Why should I want more? Why should I give up what I already have? If this is a pain and discomfort you're talking about, is it really a discomfort? When there is a need to break out of peer pressure, you need to ask yourself, are you going to accept these excuses and roadblocks and keep them? Or are you going to exercise your power to change them? 
So if you want to break out of the imposter syndrome, it's going to take some courage. It takes courage to break into becoming who you are, but it also takes courage to conform. Because conforming to peer pressure is also painful to say that I would rather sacrifice my dreams, wishes, comforts, and journey to be who I really am is difficult. To become a slave of peer pressure is also difficult. When you conform now, deep inside, you know that it will turn into resentment later. And knowing this is where the need to fight peer pressure has come from. So on the other side, when you don't fight this need to break away from peer pressure, when you don't fight or channel these needs the right way, it turns into passive aggressiveness. So secondly, what is passive aggressiveness? It is a state of being. It is being in a swinging state where on one side, you know you have to fight the need to break out of peer pressure. But on the other side, you don't know how to, but you are wanting a life of freedom, no peer pressure. So this is where there's irritation, there's frustration. And if you don't channel it the right way, it's going to turn into hate and cynicism. So there's going to be a constant battle inside you. And if you don't have control over it, if you don't analyze what's really going on inside you, it is going to spill and run over on your friends, family, colleagues, work, and the internet. This will quickly turn into cynicism. And that anger inside of you is what is going to make you want to fight. Fight without a goal in sight. You will start saying hurtful things and awful things that you don't mean to people around you and on the internet. And if you don't have control over this, you quickly will become a threat to yourself and a threat to others. And being in this place of hatred is where many crimes, many hate crimes, many unnecessary acts of violence are committed. Now, when you're in that place of, I don't know how to channel this peer pressure, I don't know how to channel this hate, I don't know how to channel this anger... You have to understand that it's okay to argue. It is okay to have a battle of words with people that you trust. But remember that all of those arguments and all of those battles should have an end goal in sight. What are you fighting for? What are those words implying? When you have an argument, are you fighting just to win an argument? Or are you fighting to understand what the issue is? inside of yourself or what the issue is with the person you are fighting with. Constructive arguments bring out the need that should be fulfilled. So when you feel like you're angry or negative, analyze your needs. What do you want? Do you feel stuck in a mold? Do you feel like there's a need to have a different life? Do you feel like something is missing in your life? Analyze those feelings. Where did they come from? Where did that need come from? When that uncle said something that you disagree with, why do you disagree with it? Instead, what do you want to be? What will make you agree with that uncle or what will make that uncle agree with you? So find those answers. It's good to ask those questions and find those answers. 
Now, when you do a need analysis like this, it can be tough. So you will feel a weight, a weight that will make you want to go back because going back is familiar territory. You will feel a weight that will cause you to be fearful, fear of the unknown. That weight is good because that's where frustration lives, but that's where breakthrough also lives. When trying to move forward, your insecurities will taunt you. I want to be this, but I have these weaknesses. I'm dark, I'm short, I'm not financially stable, I'm not this class, I'm not that caste, I don't have this education. All kinds of insecurities will stare you dead in the face. And this is the point where most people go back. They will accept all of these flaws, all of these weaknesses, and all of these lies as true. They will come up with all kinds of excuses and resort to complacency, saying, my parents will give me what I need, or this life is not so bad, it's okay, everybody goes through some kind of issue. But when you feel this deep need, and you know that things need to change, what will you choose? Will you believe the lies, or will you choose the courage to break through? When there is a need to fight peer pressure, will you go back, or will you move forward? I will tell you this, being an imposter is difficult, being passive-aggressive is also difficult. Imposter syndrome puts you in danger to yourself, passive aggressiveness puts you as a danger to others. But I will also tell you this, those weaknesses that people tell you that you have, or the weaknesses that you tell yourself that you have, are lies. Who told you that you inherited a certain class, caste, financial standing, and education level? Who told you that you can't break that? Who told you that you have to suffer lifelong stuck in that mold? It's a lie. It's false. It's not true. Your potential is much more than that. So when you are trying to fulfill this need to break away from peer pressure, when you're getting on a path to better yourself, fight those negative emotions, fight society, fight all the wrong narratives that have been stuck in your head, you might think that peer pressure will go away when you have found your identity or have made this better for yourself. But I'm here to tell you that this peer pressure will never go away. It only gets worse with time and the voices get tuned a little louder every year. But I will also tell you this, you can never heal in the place where you get hurt. Peer pressure can cause wounds. Peer pressure can cause stigma or taboo to not talk about certain things that are curious in your head that you know that needed to be changed. Peer pressure can make you stuck with those lies to say that even if it's not loud in your own head, even if it doesn't come from your own mind, there are things that other people will tell you to be true and to fight that can be difficult. So to heal from those wounds, to move on from all of those negative thoughts and negative voices, you need to find a place of healing. So you constantly have to get perspective. So that's why it's good to read books. That's why it's good to have a mentor, have a coach, 
and have an accountability partner to say that, hey, this is where I want to be. These are all the goals that I want to accomplish, whether in life, whether in personal things, whether in your career, whether in your love life or with money, have some goals, draw them up and say, this is where I want to be. And stick to your accountability partner to hold you through all of those goals. And most importantly, like I said earlier, get perspective. Constantly get new perspective. This is what will help you heal. I want to give you an example of someone who has fought peer pressure and someone who I really respect. So it's Oprah Winfrey. I really admire her because in her generation, when she was growing up, she had everything against her. Her race was against her. Her gender was against her. Her background was against her. And on top of all of that, she was raped multiple times starting at the age of nine. But that didn't stop her. When she was 19, she was Nashville's first African-American female co-anchor of the evening news. Today, she is an American talk show host, television producer, actress, author, and philanthropist. And to me, she's an all-round media mogul. No one defines her for her race, her faults, or her background. She is defined as successful. No one said it was easy, as even today she writes about how she works through her pressures. So for you to fight these peer pressures and to come to a place of freedom and be successful, you don't have to be famous, earn a lot of money, live a fabulous life to be successful. At the end of the day, when you finish work and sit down with yourself, you should be at peace. You can keep finding ways to escape, get away, or even fear to take a break. Your daily life must reflect freedom. Your thoughts and actions must reflect peace. And that should be the ultimate goal to fighting peer pressure. So I applaud you, congratulate you for finding the need to break away from peer pressure. It's a great start and it's a great place to be in. But now going forward, choose your team, choose your crowd, because following the wrong herd will diminish your potential. It's enough that you've succumbed to peer pressure. Analyze where your frustrations are coming from. They will help you know your potential. And knowing your potential will help you find your identity. In my life, to fight peer pressure every day, I have made this phrase my motto. Divorce peer pressure, marry freedom. I've learned that you can never live up to other standards but you can have high standards and try to reach them every day. So do you have high standards? How high are they? And how are they helping you find your identity? I hope this episode was inspiring to you and motivates you to fight peer pressure every day. To learn more about peer pressure and how I'm fighting it every day, buy my book, the courage to identify who you are on SharonAngel.com. You can also follow me on my socials to learn my story. This episode was edited by Maria Mihailova, and this is the Courage to Identify podcast with Sharon Angel. Thank you for tuning in. 
I'll talk to you soon.